Welcome to Your Mark on the World, bringing you another changemaker with champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Your Mark on the World show. We're excited to have with you today a very special guest, Todd Schobel, who is the CEO and founder of Stop It. And I'm your host, Devin Thorpe. Todd, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. It's a, it's a pleasure and honor to be here, Devin. I appreciate it. The honor is all ours. We're so grateful you would make time for us today. Thank you very much for working with us. Todd, you have done something really remarkable, and I want you to tell your story about how you got into this world of fighting cyberbullying. What was it that brought you to this? Well, like, uh, like everybody does, you know, I'm driving to work one day going down the highway, my regular route, listening to the news, and I heard a story on the radio, actually a psychologist talking about a young girl who was uh, relentlessly cyber abused on many different levels uh, for a period of two years. Uh, as I listened to this story, it, uh, well, it overwhelmed me. You know, it, it clearly brought me to tears as I started to, first of all, put myself in this young girl's shoes. Her name was Amanda Todd. Uh, and put myself, I was in her shoes. And uh, it was an overwhelming feeling what she must have been digesting and having to deal with for that amount of time at such a young age. Uh, on top of that, I started thinking of my own children at the time. They're young kids, and they are connected to a degree. And just how in the dark uh, my wife and I were. I mean, we're educated people. We do what parents do. We're involved in homework. We're home. We're fortunate we don't have to travel. And we weren't even aware of this issue and just how scary it is and how easily kids and everyone can get uh, drawn into it. So um, yeah, when I got to my destination, I typed in uh, Amanda Todd's name. I saw her famous video where she flipped the cards and told her story and that was it for me. A few days later, I went ahead and started to look at what was out there for kids, what was out there in general for anyone to help to get involved. Uh, there was no tool like what I came up with in my, uh, in my mind, and that was uh, something where the kids, something simple, fast, and powerful for kids to, they have to wrap their arms around this, in my opinion. Uh, it, it's a monumental task to, yeah. to, 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 to do this, but uh, the kids are the largest army, if you will. And yeah, so tell us embrace, about what, what is your act do. Tell us what the tool is that you've created. Okay, well, the front end part of our school program, or, or our, our tool, as you will, is the application itself. Uh, the best way to describe it is simple, fast, and powerful. Within seconds, a student uh, can capture screen evidence of uh, what's going on uh, in social media, uh, or anything they see on their smartphone, their pad, their device, what have you, capture that information, and send it off in seconds to what we refer to as trusted adults school officials, parents, favorite uncle, whoever, whomever it may be. So within seconds, you now make a multitude of people aware of what's going on in real time. And that gives schools, adults, everyone who, who was touched by the report the ability to get in front of a situation before it manifests and, de and degrades, uh, and then we hear the stories. Right. That is so key. You do hear the stories of how things just run amok and go viral, and uh, and kids are just devastated by that. Yes, it's um, it's amazing how quickly a simple comment one person could make, who's a friend, and how it can get misconstrued and turned around. 
And within five minutes, ten minutes, within two days, uh, there's an assault uh, on, on someone. Uh, and you can just imagine how, you know, take a 14-year-old. How do they digest this? Their world is their social media. That is their world. It's their reputations. And uh, there's a reason why over 160,000 kids a day don't go to school. So, Todd, I bet you've got some great stories that you've accumulated that are very positive. You, you started with this tragic story of Amanda Todd and how she killed herself because of the cyber abuse that she was experiencing. But I bet you've already seen kids who have credited your app and your work for making a difference in their lives. T tell us some of those stories. Well, there's a, there's a wonderful story that came out from uh, a school district uh, where a mom uh, was actually uh, interviewed on CBS News. And it was amazing because she was saying thank you to whomever it was that sent an anonymous uh, Twitter feed to the school, to her, and uh, her son has uh, Asperger's. And uh, a lot of bad things were going on. It was causing a lot of confusion, a lot of problems, as you can imagine. And she's thanking the person that anonymously used our application to make people aware it was going on. And we stopped it. And uh, for me, uh, my head goes on the pillow. <laughs> and I can sleep. Uh, and the team here at Stop It Too as well. We're so proud. And we're just so excited to hear more of these stories as uh, more and more schools and more and more folks uh, use this program. So tell us a little bit about the program and how it works, how it's implemented, how you get people signed up and enrolled. Uh, I think there are people watching who want to know how this can be deployed in their schools and in their communities. Again, I go back to simple, fast, and powerful. So what will happen is a school uh, reaches out to us. We uh, go ahead and enroll their school in the program. Uh, we also deliver what's called uh, IntelliCodes. Now, these IntelliCodes, there's no two alike in the world. These are then given to the students, appended to the students' names. The school then distributes it to the students. They go online, download the application for free. It asks them for the code. They enter the code, and then their application is personalized on their phone. The wonderful thing here is the seconds after they download and enter their code, a button pops up, the school cyberbully contact button. And a student can immediately screen capture anything they see, hit that button, and that automatically goes to all the administrators for that school at one time in real time. So again, so they can get in front of it and get immediate information. That funnels, for the school, it funnels into a very powerful dashboard, or what we refer to as documented which is our incident reporting and management system. It shows a nice, bright, big picture of the uh, evidence, if you will, that is sent in. And then there's a litany of uh, uh, questions and things that could be asked and filled out and data points by the person who is uh, the administrator that is handling this case. Uh, it helps them to document and follow a case along. Um, and there's a, there's a multitude of other great features for schools there. Helps them to... Uh, manage investigation properly, which helps them to stay on top of what, what is happening with a student without things falling to the wayside or being put in a folder somewhere. There's also a lot of disturbing content out there that schools get printouts of uh, that they can go ahead and scan, upload into Documented, and then they don't have to keep. I had one school administrator tell me, Todd, one of the disturbing things is I'll occasionally get a printout of, well, 
child pornography. Sexting, rampant, all over the world. And they're very, they don't want to keep these things around. Uh, so it's an, an area for a place for them to keep it and clear their desk, clear their folders, and clear their school of having this, these types of uh, offensive things uh, around. So there, there's um, a lot of facets to the back-end system for schools. But the main thing here, Devin, the main thing for everyone to understand is when children, and we find when kids, when they start to think about getting involved or being an upstander, they hesitate. Fear of retribution. Uh, fear of being called a snitch. So with right. Stop It, the beauty of Stop It is in seconds when that emotion comes down on a, on a student who wants to be an upstander, kids want to do good. They want to help. They instantly in that emotional mindset can say, I'm going to stop this. They take a screen capture, hit a button, and it's gone. There's no thinking. There's no litany of questions. Where did it happen? When did it happen? Why did it happen? Who did it? Nothing. Get it off. We're not here to capture bullies. We're here to help kids, kids in crisis, before it becomes a problem. And we're finding that to be uh, very powerful. And uh, it, it's why we're seeing so much adoption. As you dig into this world, Todd, you've probably seen things none of the rest of us want to see. But you, you probably have a, a better sense than most adults of how kids are actually going about cyberbullying. What are some of the cyberbully tactics that people are the kids are using right today to 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 cruelly abuse one another? Oh, well, here's one. Someone uh, just reached out to me the other day and said that their best friend's daughter uh, realized that there was a website created about the I hate X. This website goes up, it's gone up anonymously, and people are commenting. She's 15 years old, I believe. Can you just imagine? Oh my gosh! And, and you know what? You know what it is, Devin. I don't think and uh, that kids or people are any worse or worse than they were in the past or or anything like that. What happens is when these devices are in your hands, uh, they tend to they don't stop and think. We don't stop and think. You got to stop and think. Words matter. A little word, a, a little statement. Um, other ways kids are, are, are abusing is um, they'll start something off. Uh, it's called shamming. Uh, there's several different names for it. But somebody will start something off, quote-unquote, innocently about somebody. And then somebody else will jump on top and dig in. And then somebody comes in personally. And before you know it, someone's family, uh, what they wear, where they live, the kind of cars they drive, everything gets piled on top of that and you just destroy someone. Um, the dark sides of what happens with cyber abuse, it's not only ch child and child. Uh, we had one uh, instance where at one of our rallies, because we roll out a lot of our programs, we provide cyber safe rallies, where we come out and we just talk about settings, we talk about how to be safe on the web, uh, shut off your geotagging, things like that. But this, what happens afterwards, which is so amazing, is kids come up and they say thank you and they talk and they with one of our speakers, and I saw a girl walking in and out, and uh, I was about to go grab her, and then someone pulled her hand, brought her down, our cyber safety expert who gave the presentation noticed this, pulled off to the side, pulled her off to the side, and she had been being a uh, uh, cyber hostage, uh, uh, cyber blackmailed. She uh, exposed herself, okay, thinking yeah. it was somebody in a private chat room. Well, then what this person does, it was an adult, uh, who had her, you know, at 12 o'clock tonight, get on Skype. 
Okay, you can just imagine. This went on for almost four months. She felt comfortable that day to tell someone, to inform a trusted adult. The abuse stopped. And oh an investigation took place, and it was someone from the Dominican Republic. Um, you could just imagine what uh, another case, brutal case. This is great for people to understand. Uh, another friend of mine, I've met a lot of people who I call friends, who said to me, Todd, my son, I told him, I said, listen, you got to be aware and be careful when your son's connected, okay? And people don't think your son or your daughter or your kids are connected when they're playing a game online. So they're playing a game, a very famous game kids play, and the two kids' names are, let's say it's Devin, uh, excuse me, Dee Dee and Bobby, okay? They were on playing the game. It was online. Somebody came in and said, hey, Dee Dee, it's Bobby. Dee Dee's got Bobby sitting next to him. He had enough sense, this young man, who, seven years old, six or seven years old, because his father, because of my influences with him in talking, had told him, if you see something where it doesn't make sense, they shut down right away, got it to the, and told their parents. I mean, can you imagine? Here's yeah. someone coming in. Right into the so, house. So when we say cyber abuse, and you hear the words, everyone hears the word cyber bullying so much. Well, you know what? It's out there a lot because it's brutal. But cyber abuse takes on a whole different uh, meaning when you look at what, the, what this is. Yeah. So it's not just kids on kids. It's adults on kids. It's, it's horrible. Well, how many uh, schools, people, kids, app downloads? Give us some sense of your progress so far in battling cyberbullying. Well, you know, we, we publish a lot of uh, content for people uh, so they can learn. We do a lot of uh, rallies so we can educate kids. Um, but the biggest thing that we, we, we have right now is we started the program. We actually formally launched the program in February of this year. Uh, now since August of this year. We've put on over 32 schools in eight states, um, protecting approximately 30 plus thousand kids. Things are going very fast right now, uh, which is exciting. Yeah. Uh, as our name gets out, as our awareness goes out, and a big thing that's happening and that we're, we're so excited about is we have early adopting schools back from April and May who have seen Put it this way, beginning of September is always a very tough time for schools, kids coming back together. The bullying goes through the roof, okay? So we had one school district, our oldest school district, they had 12 active investigations last September. This September, zero. Zero. Oh, my gosh. So what we're so excited is it's the deterrent factor, Devin, that we're seeing. Kids know that kids can report that fast. They know it's on a device. It is stopping it before it happens. That's great. That's what you wanted. It's just brilliant. We love it. That's what you wanted. Well, can anyone download the app? Yes, there's two versions. I wanted to make sure anyone and everybody could. So we have an individual version, and that's on the uh, App Store for iTunes and for Google Play, as well as uh, we're coming out with our Windows version, which will be released uh, in November. And then there's the, uh, the school version, Stop It for Schools, where schools can then go ahead and, and institute this program. We also have a host of posters that we uh, give schools to put in, that motivational, educational, again, back to sexting. We have a poster that blatantly says, if you send pictures or you own pictures or you have pictures or you received pictures of underage, you can uh, you know, ultimately...
actually end up with a sex offender status on your record. This is not a joke anymore with police departments. So we basically put up a poster that lists about the seven laws that you're breaking. So you know what? With that poster up in a school, one teacher said to me, Todd, I'm embarrassed we know when I'm a poster like that. Because if every kid walking around would see that, and they're with their girlfriend, right? And they're 15, and they're going to get married and live in Florida, right? Everything's great. Two <laughs> weeks later, she breaks up with them. What happens? First thing they do is they blast the pictures out. Well, you know, if that one child's going around and remembers the image of that poster saying, if you get them to pause and stop and don't send it out, oh. hey, we just made a young girl's life ten times better. And you know what? We don't hear all these stories, Devin. Uh, and that's fine. The mere fact that that's one child we touch there, one child we touch in another school, one child we touch at home, the awareness that Stop It brings when it's in a school. We have community outreach programs come in and they say, hey, we want to build this program out and get it out to our community because people understand that. It yeah. takes a village, right? It takes a village to raise a child. And it's beautiful to see how we're growing awareness in communities because of, of, of Stop It. And there's other wonderful educational programs and things that are out there. I mean, uh, there's a concerted effort. We're very pleased with the platform of Simple, Fast, and Powerful. Kids use it, kids report it, and obviously they can do it anonymously. They can also reach out to help with the application with another button called Help It. 24-7, 365, one touch, talk, or text. You need someone to talk to about anything, about anything, it's there and available for you. Oh, that's great. That's great. You're saving lives, Todd. I really appreciate you taking the time to be with us today. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for the great work you're doing, the lives you're saving, the difference you're making. I really, really appreciate you and wish you all the best in, in the future. Uh, so people can uh, learn more at your website. What's your website? It's stopitcyberbully.com. Great. Stopitcyberbully.com. Thank you very much, Todd. Wish you all the best. Thank you, Devin, and thank you to everyone out there, and thank you for helping, and thank you for, for creating the awareness. All righty. Let's do some good. Thank you for listening. This podcast was recorded via Google Hangouts on Air and is available at youtube.com forward slash Devinthorpe. Subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher or iTunes by searching for Your Mark on the World. Every weekday, Devon hosts a CEO, celebrity, entrepreneur, or other changemaker here on the Your Mark on the World show to inspire and prepare you to make your mark. Devon is a champion of social good, writing about, advocating for, and advising people who are doing good. He is a Forbes contributor who is a recognized thought leader in social entrepreneurship, impact investing, and crowdfunding. To book Devin as a speaker, visit devinthorpe.com. Learn more about Devin's work at yourmarkontheworld.com.